0: Napa Know How. Right now, Napa Legend batteries come with a $15 rebate by mail. Their long lasting durability stands up to extreme conditions. So even on scorching days, it'll puff its chest out and be all like, hey, summer heat, find another car battery to drain. Napa Legend batteries with $15 mail in rebate. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, offer expires 8 31 18.
1: This episode is brought to you by the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective, a membership community that is your central location for spiritual and entrepreneurial resources and tools to help you live life unapologetically. With the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective, you won't feel alone in a spiritual discovery or spiritual entrepreneurial space. You will be able to stay in your lane as you work on your personal and business development. Messages from Spirit won't elude or confuse you. You'll trust the process and it won't feel like an overused statement. Here's what's included in the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective. Guidance. Receive daily, weekly, and monthly guidance while being part of the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective. Enjoy daily oracle card readings, weekly office hours, and monthly guidance sets, which can include workbooks or PowerPoint presentations. Resource Library. We've done the work for you. Find answers you're seeking here in the Resource Library where workbooks, worksheets, videos, and more will be located. Community. Be part of a welcoming community who gets it. Network and connect with like-minded, spiritually-centered Individuals. Also, there will be special guests each month where there will be a subject matter expert to talk about various topics. We will also feature members. And as a reminder, you will be receiving free downloads, which includes wallpaper for your phone and computer desktop. You can enroll in the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective by going to spirituallifestylecollective.com you can get one month free when you sign up for the monthly plan which is thirty dollars every three months or you can go for the gold and sign up for the annual plan in which you will say half which is $60 again you can sign up today at spirituallifestylecollective and you will receive bonus training in the guidance set section Hello, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome to episode 161, Confessions of Tia, How I Protect My Personal Energy. So, you know how we get started. We're going to talk about some gratitude. So, in the previous episode, we were just thanking our body, you know, thank you, feet, thank you, hands, thank you, heart. I would love for you to do this. As you walk around throughout the day, even when you're eating lunch, you have some little downtime, just say thank you. At random times, just say thank you. While you're walking down the street, thank you. While you're eating your lunch, thank you. While you're laying in bed, thank you. Just to get in a rhythm of saying thank you. And then you can add, I'm thankful that I'm eating." lunch and it's something that I want to eat or I'm thankful I'm laying in bed and my bed's comfortable, things like that. So just say thank you. I would be thankful if you were to go ahead on iTunes to rate and review this show because this helps amazing people to connect with me. We get to have that relationship of giving and receiving Because whenever I teach something, I still learn something. And that's what makes the world go round. (laughs) Ha-ha. Not really, but you know what I mean. So, yeah, please do that because that's how, again, I get to connect with amazing beings like yourself. Also, if you have an aha moment, you want a topic you want me to discuss on the show, let me know. You can do that by sending me an email to podcast at tiamariejohnson.com, or you can just head over to iTunes, iTunes. (laughs) head over to Instagram, tia underscore johnson underscore, where you will see an image there, usually a microphone image, or it's like an audio uh, with an image attached to it. And in the description, you will see it states new episode alert." You Go ahead in the comment section, say, hey, Tia, this aha moment about this, or can you talk more about that, uh, whatever the case may be. Also, don't forget to check out the blog. So some of the recent posts have been very interesting. So this one, this week is about seven common mistakes uh, that you can make in life. So it's, did you make these seven common mistakes in life? sometimes we make these mistakes and it's, it seems like it's such a small issue that it goes under the radar, but as we know, some small things can become big things and cause issues down the road. So it's just one of those things where we're going to take a look at and see what's going on there. Is it a subconscious issue? As is it something that you just don't really want to address? <laughs> Alright, so go ahead on the blog, check that out. And, and other uh, posts there we have under entrepreneurship and wellness, all that jazz. So head over to blog.tiamariejohnson.com. So let's dive into it. What I love about the Confessions of Tia is that it really is like a confession. I, I just, I get really, really, well, even more honest with you, and we dive deeper. And it's always the last episode of the month because I feel like it's a great way to wrap up the month of whatever we talked about, if I have a guest on, things like that. And it came about because I was having a conversation with a friend and we were discussing how we tend to go even deeper when we are around certain people. And I thought, you know what, I would love to go even deeper on my podcast. But something that I experienced on a personal level that I probably would think, oh, maybe that's not really good for a podcast because it may not be interesting, but I've been getting pretty good uh, responses about these confessions because it's what we tend to go through and we don't talk about it much because sometimes it is near and dear to our heart. We figure "Mm, only few people want to hear it anyway. So (laughs) these confessions are a great way to... Uh, provide a platform for me to say, hey, look, this is what I'm going through. You may be going through this or something similar, but maybe you can learn something that can apply it to your situation. All right, so here's how I protect my personal energy. And when I say personal energy, I mean the energy of Tia, how I feel, uh, things I don't like making sure that someone isn't taking out too much of my time with their drama that they really don't want to address and heal from. They just want to talk about it. They want to dump all their emotions on you and carry on. So none of that. First things first, before I leave the house, I always ask Archangel Michael to protect me, my loved ones, and our property. Archangel Michael is the chief angel of protection. You can Google Archangel Michael, there's been many descriptions of him. But generally speaking, he's uh, like a buff guy. He's a protector. He's So he's built nicely. He has a sword. Um, he's really cool looking. <laughs> but, yeah, he's uh, the, also the protector of uh, our men and women in armed forces, police officers. So he also protects those who protect. And so using... Archangel Michael energy, I feel like I'm being protected even more. So it's just as simple as saying, Archangel Michael, please protect me and my family and our property. So a common question I get is, well, how do I know it's uh, it's the angel who I want to talk to? Well, each angel has their own, archangel has their own energy. You would have to spend some time meditating with each of their energies. There are 15 main archangels. And you have to remember that none of these angels will tell you to do something bad, you know, that will harm somebody, harm yourself, anything like that. So just keep that in mind. But I would suggest first meditating with these angels. So do a little bit of research. You can go on YouTube to watch the videos of how other people do it. You can read up on these angels and you know, get a feel for who they are. And then when you're comfortable, you can meditate with these angels. And and then that's when you get to get familiar with the energy. So Archangel Michael's energy is very powerful, it's strong, it's reassuring. Um, so there you have it. Okay, with that. So don't worry, they're not going to tell you to do something bad. Next is the mirror effect. So... I imagine that I'm walking down the street with mirrors surrounding me, but the mirror is facing opposite of me. So I'm not seeing my reflection. That's facing towards the people, okay? So if someone is trying to send me negative energy, it bounces off. It's a reflection. It bounces off the mirror, and it goes back to the person. So imagine yourself uh, walking down the street, and there's a circle of mirrors around you. So you're in the middle, and complete 360 mirrors all around you, okay? So only love can get through, right, positive energy, but if it's negative, it bounces off and goes back to the person from whence it came. And next is I imagine that I'm walking in white and golden light. So the white light, that universal uh, energy light because it's all-encompassing, golden light is light up, the goddess, but also – depending on what text you study, white light can mean uh, Christ consciousness, it can also mean innocence, and golden light can can mean a form of universal energy. Don't get too caught up with that because, again, a lot of different colors mean different things. Do what resonates with you, okay, which is why I, I strongly suggest reading as much as you can so that way you can get a feel for the different cultures of how they present the meaning of colors, and then you get to see, again, what works for you. And as you will see, I will be splitting this with spirituality and some of the, the more physical side of how I protect my energy, okay? Uh, next, I don't hang out with people or talk to people who I don't want to. And it's interesting because <laughs> sometimes my my best friend would say, you're really not going to invite that person? And I would say, Yeah. I'm not, because the thing is, I only want to be surrounded by people who are adding value in my life, because I know I'm adding value in their life. It is a give and receive. It's an interdependent relationship, like a football team, an interdependent relationship. You have your quarterback, your running back, your fullback. You have all these people on your team to make the team work. Right, everyone has their own specialized skill set, and that's how it is with me and my closest friends. And I, yeah, I have different friends too. And when I describe it, some people think, "Oh, that sounds so harsh," but it's really different tiers, But the tiers aren't set up so it's like, "Oh, well, this person's better than that person." It's really understanding what that person's skill sets. Are for or or interests are. For example, there are some friends who I go to concerts with, and and uh, artiste is with, and sometimes they don't want to (laughs) travel, you know. So travel is not their thing. They they like to be local, and that's okay. And I have other friends that are into uh, learning different languages. So you know, I would team up with them and and work with them or whatever the case may be. So it's it's different friends for different things, but it's understanding what their abilities are. Some, some friends cannot offer you certain things, and that's not anything against them. That's just who they are. They might be very quiet and reserved, and they're not trying to turn up at a concert, okay? So that's okay. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about are those people who tend to be negative, or give you backhanded compliments, or are constantly trying to figure out how you can do this, how you can do that. Who will force that? Oh, you're doing that again. You don't need that in your life. I don't want that in my life, and I'm fine with not inviting people to a dinner because I don't want them there, okay? I don't need that energy in my life, all right? So I just consciously made the decision of who I want to hang out with. Okay, and even if it's a friend of a friend, and there's some issue with them, I actually let that person know. I don't hide <laughs> my emotions, and even if I do try to make a conscious effort of doing that. For example, if someone's food isn't good, it shows all on my face. So I would tell a person, "Hey, you know, I get a, a vibe from them. You know, so it's so you know that's your friend." I'm not saying you can't hang out with them, you have free will, but just know that I don't feel comfortable around that person. So I may not hang out with you guys when you invite me, okay, to come out, all right? So that's how I say it, all right? So I just, I don't do it. I, I don't text, I don't call, I don't I don't pretend, all right? But I do have manners, that's the thing. So if it is a friend of a friend and I don't really care much for them, I still show them manners, so I am also conscious of my social media time. I do work on making authentic connections on social media. Uh, I do get inspiration from social media, whether I'm looking up uh, tattoos or nail art. Um, but I know that social media is a world world within itself that you can be wherever you want to be on social media. So I make sure that a majority of my time is is focused on positivity. So, for example, I'm usually watching dog videos <laughs> on Instagram, okay, if it's not a comedian or nail art or something like that. So, I'm just conscious about that. I'm conscious that there's a human being on the other side who is creating that content on their page, okay. So, even if it looks like everything's peachy keen. I know that they could be having anxiety issues. There could be uh, a death in the family. There could be a business concern going on, and they're just putting their hair out. So I understand that, and I take what I see on social media with a grain of salt because, again, I know that there's a human being on the other side that we all want to put our best foot forward, okay, and it's multi-layered. you got to get to know the person over time. So I'm very conscious of that. Next is I don't share everything about myself, and, and this isn't uh, this isn't me trying to create some really uh, set-up image of myself on social media. Like I was saying a few moments ago, people, you know, you want to put your best foot forward. That's not it. It's that I really am a private person. So whatever I share, it's what I consciously want to share and, and help you know, in, in the process, people. For example, I recently started sharing more details about my foot surgeries and and my mental recovery from that because it was uh, about a depression there, not being able to walk and, you know, having to rely on other people to help you. So I'm working more on being open to talking about that, and I have more to say about that story. So That's something that will be coming out over time, but there are also some things that are private that I don't want to talk about, and I probably never will talk about in public because they're, again, it's just private. It's no one's business. However, if I feel like it's something that has to be said, if I get a calling to say it and I feel like someone really needs to hear it, I will share, but I just believe that sometimes people get confused on what to share and they share too much or they want to wear their heart on their sleeve and it comes off as too much, okay? People love to hear a come-up story, but if you are constantly talking about things aren't working, you know, this isn't working and that's not working, and it seems like you're really not gearing yourself towards a solution, people don't want to hear that, okay? Okay. So I'm always conscious of what I put out there, but also I know that some things are private, are intimate, and it's not for everyone, and that's okay. You don't have to be this open book. You're not a library, okay, <laughs> and that's okay. I read a lot, and I I watch things that I enjoy. So this is how I protect my personal energy. I make time to do things that I like. Okay. So even if it's midnight and I'm reading a book and I have a cup of coffee by my side, that's what I love to do. Okay. So I work in little nuggets of time where I get to do exactly what I want to do for an hour, whatever the case may be. So that way, I know that I'm making time for Tia. Here's the thing. It's so easy to get into a routine that does not involve us, meaning we wake up, we get ready for work, we're in traffic, we go to work, we get back in traffic, we go home, we eat dinner, maybe we watch uh, World of Fortune or Jeopardy or something, and then we get ready for work the next day, and we get into this, this pattern, right, of really working for And preparing for work. And, you know, sometimes maybe we'll get a drink with the ladies or, you know, we help our kids with homework, but it's not time for us. It's time for something else. So that's how I protect my energy. I make sure that I make time for Tia every day, throughout the day. I don't care what it is. That's one of my non negotiables. Okay? I, I always make time for Tia. And some people say, oh, wait till you have children. I will still make time for tia i used to babysit um, a lot as as a as a kid and teenager i used to volunteer at a daycare center when i was in the eighth grade and then from then on i would just watch kids my grandmother used to do it and i was there with her when she did i'm the oldest so you know they say the oldest is like the second parent so when my grandmother would watch kids i would be watching them with her and I would watch my cousin almost every weekend, and even now I get my nieces often, so it's not like uh, I don't have a a mindset to deal with children, but yeah, so I would just rework what I do, that's all. Uh, Eating better and going to the gym, I feel so much better when I am consciously eating, and going to the gym. I feel powerful when I go to the gym. I lift weights. I do cardio. I mean, it's just so much fun, and I know this seems crazy because a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people say that they don't like going to the gym, but my gym is very unique, and I love it. Whenever I'm eating well, I feel like I am taking good care of my organs because I I am, but it's, it's something that can go by the wayside so easily so whenever I am making something I put my own spin on it for example just just the other day I made asparagus and I had uh doctor it up with Italian seasoning garlic powder garlic salt turmeric pepper and just a splash of soy sauce it was so good it was so good and I felt good because it's like man like I I did this cool, to you, So, yeah, that, and I, and I cooked it in olive oil. So I just thought, man, that's pretty cool. I felt better, and I felt like I was protecting my internal energy, so that way my insides could work well, and then if I do that, if I feel good on the inside, I could feel good on the outside. If I feel good on the outside, then I know that I need to protect that, because things are going well, and I don't need people static in my life. <laughs> So going to the gym, it helps with my posture. So I have good posture anyway, but it it makes it better. Um, Also, I just feel like I'm testing myself at the gym. And if I'm testing myself, I'm pushing myself, I'm doing better, why would I want someone to bring me down? I'm working too hard for someone to come in and disrupt that. So, when I go to the gym, I know this is me working on my personal energy because I'm more aware. I know that I am spending X amount of hours here, and when I go home, I'm going to feel pretty darn good. And why would I want someone to interrupt that flow? I feel like Ice Cube, it was a good day. Like, why would I want someone to disrupt that? No, get out of here. Um, also, sleep. So, if you were to meet any one of my friends one day. I don't know at a at a at an event, or maybe I had one of them on um, a live stream one day. They would say Tia doesn't sleep. Uh, I do, <laughs> and I value it more and more because that's really the only way I'm not disturbing myself, like allowing myself to get disturbed, but in a good way. If I get a notification, I would check that. Um, sometimes things will pop up in my mind, like, oh, yeah, let me do that. So I value sleep, especially when I'm in a nice, comfortable bed and, you know, the air conditioner is on, so it's cool, it's comfortable. But it also, again, it's like time for a tia. So I love that. It, it's a nice way to rejuvenate, all right? And I'll talk a little bit about how I rejuvenate later. Also, I don't explain myself unless it's to someone who I care about a lot. For example, if my best friend asked me to go to and I say, oh, I can't make it because, you know, X, Y, Z. But if it's someone who really I can tell they're just trying to be nosy, uh, they are just a, someone who's just not vibing well, I just say no. No. You call me? No. no I just had to remind myself that when I was starting out saying no, because before I said yes, 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 is that when I say yes to, to someone who I want to say no to, I feel like I'm compromising myself, and my personal energy starts to dwindle down. I feel like it's a force field, right? And it goes, like it just goes down. Like the more you don't cater to yourself, and I mean it's in the best way, not being selfish in a negative way, but the the more I or or the less I cater to myself, I feel like the energy sensors just pop up and go down. Like oh no, you know. So I don't I don't I don't explain myself often because it's almost like you have to tell some authority figure and in the whole paragraph, why you can't do something. Like, I don't have to explain it. No is a full sentence. Like, no. No, I won't be able to attend. Just no. Period. Now, if they are genuinely concerned, like, oh, you know, I'm going to miss you. What's going on? Then, yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, I have something that I'm doing that day. I have a previous engagement that I already agreed to go to. Um, You know, whatever the case may be. Or like, oh, you know, I'm not really feeling up to that right now. You know, maybe next time. You know, you can just be honest, like I'm not feeling up to it, too. So people don't – it's just a way for someone to know your business. You know, if you're if you not going, you don't have to go. No, I won't be in attendance, period. Okay? Because also that's a way for someone to try to convince you. Always follow your instinct. If, it, if your instinct is telling you don't go, don't go, I can't stress that enough. And this also goes back a little bit to uh, episode 157 with mind prepping. So if you train your mind, is you, you are building up yourself so you can say things like no, all right. So definitely check that out. Uh, episode 157 where I talk about my prepping, how it helped me with my my um, entrepreneurship. But yeah, as long, long as you're you're training and practicing this. Trust me, it would get easier to do. So next, uh, so rejuvenate. I understand what I needed to do to rejuvenate myself. And when, what I mean is that, yeah, some some weeks are just draining. And it doesn't have to do with anyone in particular. It's just that time it was a lot going on, you know, uh, maybe due to some moon cycle, uh, the phase was in cancer or some other excuse me, water sign and emotions were high or the full moon. There's a lot going on. What I have learned is that things like traveling, eating with friends, and even a simple trip to Starbucks is something that truly gives me a boost up energy, which in return does protect my energy because what I realized is that the more I invest in doing things that are helpful for me, the more conscious I become of who I'm hanging out with, what I'm doing, where I'm doing things, and of my thoughts. So I love to travel. It's it's in my blood. My, My dad used to travel all the time. He lived in different countries. My mom likes to travel, but not as much as I do. And when I was a kid, I would think, About travel, I used to look at the sky and I would just see planes go by and thinking, oh man, where is it going? And I would just imagine the places it would would go. And so I thought that since traveling is in my blood and I have a wild imagination, that it's something that's like a hobby. But what I realized this year is that it's actually part of my health, my mental health, and my spiritual health because every time I travel, I come back a new person. And I don't know if it's the air, the culture, the food, whatever it is, but I always come back with a new sense of the meaning of life, the meaning of connection, and the meaning of self. And what I realize is that when I'm not traveling, when I'm not even thinking about traveling, I get antsy. I, I get like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I need to, I need to, my hands are shaking and Like, I got to, I got to travel. So, Traveling is definitely a way for me to again rejuvenate and also protect my 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 energy of curiosity and creativity and wonder. Eating with friends, there is nothing like getting together with people who you adore and who adore you and just talk. I mean about recipes, about life, about travels, funny times, you know, whatever the case may be. There's nothing. Like it. If someone were to ask me, name some some of your your like name like top ten best life experiences, I would say eating with my core group of friends is probably number three. I I don't know because it's just it's definitely one of the ten because experiences like that are hallmark. They really are, and it, again, it just allows my energy to peak and Again, it brings me back to thinking this is what I need to protect. And, of course, a simple trip to Starbucks. There's a nice energy. Well, first of all, I love I love seeing people in their elements. So when someone's on a computer and they're really into it and they got their drink by their side, I just think that's so cool. But also I love the smell of coffee. So it actually doesn't have to be Starbucks in particular. It could be a coffee house where I get to smell the coffee and people are just minding their business, doing their thing, and you're ordering. Now I have a grande caramel, this, that, that. I think it's just so cool. So it's just a nice place of creativity in a sense. So really what I'm saying is I do more of what works for me. So and the same breath, I'm also setting boundaries because I'm also doing stuff that does not work for me. I stay away from it. I don't even entertain the thought of it. Okay, and even if I try something and it's like, oh, it didn't work, that's fine. That also means I'm saying no to certain things and to certain people. That's okay. And also, the the last point here I want to say is that I also look at the shadow side. I don't, I don't just look at all the things that are going right and and really thrive off of that. I also look at where can I improve, what am I neglecting when I'm dragging out you know um how do how can I heal regarding this thing so I also look at what I need to discover about myself and you know to just other things that I may not be aware of and some of my close friends brought up some things that I do that I'm not aware of and I'm like okay I'll work on that okay I I'll understand what's going on with that okay so that's the half that's how I protect my personal energy so a quick recap I connect with Archangel Michael. I had the the mirror effect, Um, walking in white and golden light. I do not hang out or talk with people who I don't want to. I am conscious about my social media time. I do not share everything about myself. Uh, I read a lot and I watch detective shows. I eat better. I go to the gym. I value sleep. I don't explain myself to everyone. Um, I understand what I need to rejuvenate. Uh, I focus on more of what works for me, which means I am setting boundaries and and using the word no. And I also look at my shadow side, okay? So those are 14 ways (laughs) I protect my personal energy. So I hope that was helpful for you. You know, let me know, how do you protect your personal energy? Send me an email, tia at tiamariejohnson.com. I would love to hear it. Okay, make sure you check out the blog. Don't forget to rate and review, okay? I love you. Be kind to yourself. Have a wonderful day. filled with many blessings. Talk to you later.
0: Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.